Good evening, everybody, and welcome to a new episode of Sports Today with Francis and Chris. I am Francis, and he is Chris, and we have NBA Finals action to get into. Game one has already taken place with the Phoenix Suns winning over the Milwaukee Bucks. And before they got to this, the Phoenix Suns took care of business against the LA Clippers in game six, and the Milwaukee Bucks did the same against the Atlanta Hawks in the Eastern Conference in game six. To get into action, I have Chris alongside me as always. And uh, for us to start today's episode, Chris, how are we doing today? And what are you looking forward to tonight in game two? Yeah, I'm really excited for these finals in general. The Suns and the Bucks are two franchises that are desperate for a championship. The Bucks last time winning one was in the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar days. So that was a very long time ago. And the Suns have never won one. So this should be a really exciting finals. And I'm excited for game two as the Suns took the first game. And let's see what Giannis and company have in store for game two, because this is a big game already. Yeah. And before we even get to tonight's action, we have to remember what uh, went on before this, since we weren't here to take you through that. The Phoenix Suns took care of business uh, against the Clippers, as I mentioned earlier, in game six. Paul George had a masterful performance in game five with 41 points uh, to force the game six. 41 and 13 were the stats for Paul George. Reggie Jackson came alive in this series as well as uh, Morris, Marcus Morris, 23 and 22 respectively. Game five was Clippers way. And, you know, something I noticed in those uh, interviews post game, I didn't really feel like the Clippers think they had a chance um, to actually come back. I mean, they were down three to one. The last team to do that was, of course, LeBron James in 2016 in the finals against the Golden State Warriors. But there, there wasn't definitely because, you know, without Giannis, everyone is looking and seeing, you know, what, what's going to happen here. And of course, Trey went down too. So it's very unfortunate. You know, you, you really wanted to see Trey versus Giannis for, for seven games, you know, similar to, Giannis versus KD um, going to seven games in, in overtime in, the, in game seven as well. But, you know, it, as you mentioned, that game four, the, the Hawks took that comfortably. And I'm starting to think, you know, th- this, this Hawks team, they, they're going to be able to do this. But the Bucks really turned it around at home. Um, as you mentioned, Brooke Lopez, because – I, I had mentioned before about Chris Middleton and how important he is, and obviously he still is, but I never I never even thought to mention Brooke Lopez and Bobby Portis, but they were huge, and they put up monster numbers, both of them, specifically Lopez with 33. And, you know, the, the Bucks just came together as a team, rallied around the fact that they do not have their star man, and took care of business because a lot of talk about it in terms of they, they weren't saying much about the extent of the injury. So I just don't know exactly what, what happened with his knee there. You know, they said at one point it said it was his ACL, then it wasn't. So I don't know, but with Kawhi, I can certainly understand that you want to protect your, your franchise player, but it is the playoffs and you saw you know, in, in that hawks Buck series, Trey Young come back very early from his, his injury. And we're seeing Giannis come back early from his injury. 
So I don't know. I think it might just come down to the Clippers looking to protect their star man. But even with that being said, you have to give credit to Paul George because he has been slandered so much by NBA fans around the world. And he really stepped up big time in this playoffs. Um, as you mentioned, that 41-point performance. But it wasn't just that. He really carried the, the load for this team, you know, um, alongside Reggie Jackson and Marcus Morris. But it was, it was mainly Paul George carrying this team. And, you know, if it wasn't for him, the, they, they may have gotten swept. So, Yeah. And, you know, uh, who went for 41 points in game six was Chris Paul. And yeah. he went for 41 and eight. And you can really tell Chris Paul really wants this. Obviously, we know the story there where Chris Paul has gone trophyless his whole career. And now in his 16th season, I believe, something like that, he's getting a shot at the finals and is probably the favorite to win it. So you can already imagine the atmosphere around the NBA when uh, Chris Paul does win that ring, that trophy, if it does go the Phoenix Suns way. And in the other conference, we had Giannis take down uh, Trey. But it was really the Milwaukee Bucks who did so because Giannis, as we were talking about, had an injury himself, and he didn't come back in that series. But the Bucks still took play, took care of business against the Atlanta Hawks. Trey and Giannis went down in Game Three, and neither returned for Game Four, neither returned for Game Five. But in Game Six, Trey did return, and wasn't very effective with a 14-point performance, and. It was a little disappointing because uh, the Hawks played uh, game four, I was. They played very confidently without Trey Young, and they took care of business uh, pretty easily. But then game five came around. The Bucks woke up. The Brooke Lopez, 33. Chris Middleton, 26. Drew Holiday, 25. And Bobby Portis, 22. All this without Giannis, as we mentioned. And then game six comes. Trey returns. Giannis still doesn't return. This is a chance to even the series up. Many people expected that to happen, but it was not the case. A team without Giannis, led by Middleton and Holiday, took care of business against the Hawks. Um, what, were, what was your opinion on what took place in that series? And do the Bucks convince you now? 3-1 comebacks aren't really what uh, usually take place in the NBA uh, postseason. And it wasn't for the Clippers this year. It wasn't uh, for Kawhi, who missed a lot of this series with that injury. And, you know, I was really concerned and I was very confused. I actually expected Kawhi to return in this series. What do you make of the fact that Kawhi didn't return? Do you think he could have? Or do you think, uh, you know, he really couldn't even step on the court to give this team life in that series? If, if it would have went to seven, anything could have happened. But they, they made sure to, to take care of business there in game six. And again, you got to give credit to, to that Bucks team because without their star man, not many, pe not many people were, were giving them the benefit of the doubt. You know, it's a tough one uh, with Kawhi because we all know he has the, the injuries uh, in the past and with, with his knee in particular. But I, I certainly agree that you know, I was kind of expecting to see him in the series at some point, but obviously it didn't pan out that way. Worth noting, when Giannis went down in game three, 
I did not think he would return uh, game three against the Hawks, that is. And he he uh, did return game one of the finals. Mm-hmm. Uh, it leaves you to question whether he would have returned in that series if it went to game seven. I would think so since, he, as I said, he came mm-hmm. out now. But they did have that extra rest leading up to the finals. And that also leads me to question whether Kawhi would have returned in that series against the Suns if that went in game seven. Uh, so really, these injuries are very hard to uh, monitor, especially with big time talent making that much money and being that important to your franchise. It's really hard to make a decision there. But uh, in the Clippers side, just going back to that, I'm very weary uh, on their situation because the fact that Kawhi did not return, you don't know how long Kawhi is going to stay here. He's used to winning a trophy everywhere he goes uh, from San Antonio to Toronto. And then he comes to the Clippers and this is probably the best team he's had yet. And he has not been able to even make it to the finals yet. So it really leaves you questioning um, what's the timetable over there. But for Giannis, uh, I was very surprised that he came back already because I, I thought he was going to suffer a serious knee injury where he was not coming back in this uh, postseason at all. And then he comes back. He had a decent first game in, in the against the uh, Suns, 20 and 17. Not Giannis-like, uh, at least scoring-wise. But um, it, it also uh, kind of reminds me of Trey Young's performance in game six, 14 and nine. It's not as solid, you know, good numbers for a, maybe a third or fourth option on a team, but for the leaders of your team, it's not really what you expect. The Bucs, they, ju- they just don't, they don't have enough right now, um, especially with, with the way Giannis is playing. And, you know, in, in that net series, well, most people were counting them out. They, they were able to, to come back and win that. And even again with the Hawks, you know, when, when the Hawks won that game four, they, they obviously took care of business. So it, it's definitely possible for them, but it's certainly not looking probable. But we'll have to see. As I mentioned, game two will be very important because if they go down 0-2, I, I think they're in serious trouble. Yeah, and these first two games, of course, are in Phoenix uh, Stadium since they, they got the higher seed, better uh, record. And uh, going down 2-0 to the Phoenix Suns, is maybe a death sentence this year. It seems so destined for them. But we also have to remember how good the Bucks play at home. And again, they were down 2-0 to the Brooklyn Nets. And we can't forget the injuries, but they did it. They had it done. And for me, the X factors, uh, besides Giannis and his health, besides Middleton, because he definitely has to put up 25, at least in every game, for them to even have a shot. It's got to be the third and fourth options, the Brooke Lopez, the Drew Holidays. And uh, that game five, it brings me back to that game five against the Hawks. Uh, again, without Trey and without Giannis, Lopez 33, Middleton 26, Holiday 25, Bobby Portis 22. Yep. That's a great stat line for your uh, leaders of your team, picking up for your captain, basically, Giannis going down. That's basically the performance the Bucks need every single game. <laughs> to even compete because if there's one thing this Suns team does better than any other team in this postseason that I've noticed is play as a team. They really do play as a team. 
they they you know we saw again um Paul is going off these past few games, but he gets his teammates involved as well. He had nine assists last game. And Jay Crowder did put up a whopping one point in game <laughs> one. So you cannot expect that in game two. Shrieky shooter. Uh, and Michael Bridges, uh, Cameron Johnson, Cameron Payne off the bench, Torrey Craig with his defense. This team is loaded um, top to bottom. And the Bucks are just going to have to put up a great performance tonight to even up this series. Because as you said, if it goes down 2-0, I do not see it happening. But of course, game two is tonight. Milwaukee Bucks, Phoenix Suns. Suns are up 1-0. And we're going to watch it. Definitely, we're going to watch it. And we're going to be here to analyze the next few games in our next episode. So you better tune into that. Tune into our Euro final episode, which is going to be... For sure. And, you know, as you mentioned, Giannis, 20 and 17, man, that that's very solid. It's just that the the Bucks just they, they didn't have enough in this game. And you, you just have to wonder um, how how Giannis Giannis is feeling, you know, because that that was a, a serious it, like you said, it, it really looked bad. And to see him back already. You know, it, it's great. It's great to see him back, but you know, that that knee has to be bothering him. And you look at the stats. Middleton put up twenty nine, which is which is good, but Drew Holiday only ten points. Uh, Brooke Lopez seventeen, which is solid, but they just needed a bit more from Holiday and even Portis and Pat Connaughton, and the Suns just looked in control for the duration of this game and again you talk about Chris Paul he really wants this well you know he went for 41 in game six he turns around and puts up 32 uh in game one Booker put up 27 so it's it's going to be hard to beat the Suns when when Booker and Paul are putting up numbers like that and then you have Aiden putting up 22 and 19 so this Suns team um they they really want it and as I mentioned already they have never won a championship before. So the, <laughs> all of Phoenix is, is rallying behind the Suns team to, to get it done. And who else to do it but Chris Paul? And you mentioned uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar earlier. Uh, Aiton was the first player to put those kinds of numbers since Kareem shooting yeah. at 70% from the field goal. So very <laughs> solid performance and very solid performance from this team. You know, they haven't been here before. And this, uh, we remember last year, last season in the bubble, they had that eight-game winning streak, but ultimately, they it wasn't enough to advance them. You, you only wonder what they would have been able to do, and that was without Chris Paul. But Chris Paul adds that extra glue that you need in your team, that leadership, that uh, player who Paul can easily go for twenty and ten, and one game, and then go like this, like we're seeing in the last two games. He's not really known as the scorer of a team, but last game he scores 41 and now he scores 32. And Devin Booker's putting up his own as well. He he still has yet to go off these last couple of games. 27 points is pretty solid, but we know Booker already. We know what he's capable of doing. So you better watch out. Really, I don't see the Bucks putting that much of competition, but uh, that's also what I said against the Brooklyn Nets and we know what happened there. Obviously, that was with injuries involved, but I mean, this might be a sweep for me 
but I think the most the Milwaukee Bucks can push this is maybe maybe game six. What do you think about that? I'd have to agree because the the Suns team really looks solid. Obviously, you know, you have to you have to say Giannis is not fully healthy as well. And you know, the, the Suns team they, they just look much better overall. And I I also think that um great i can't wait to get into that as well and as always we thank you for tuning in to sports today with francis and chris until next time